Smith have taken the field, and here is the starting lineup. Bobby Klaus will be leading off and playing second base. Roy McMillan at shortstop, batting in the second position. Charlie Smith batting third and playing third. Jim Hickman at first base, batting fourth. Joe Christopher in right field, batting fifth. Cleon Jones in center field, batting sixth. Danny Napoleon in left field, batting seventh. Chris Canazero, the catcher, he'll be batting eighth, and the pitcher, Jack Fisher, will be batting ninth. For the Philadelphia Phillies, newcomer Bill Sorrell will be at third base as the leadoff batter. Johnny Briggs in center field, batting second. Johnny Callison playing in right field, batting third. Tony Gonzalez playing in left field, batting in the fourth position. Dick Stewart at first base, batting fifth. Clay Dalrymple, the catcher, batting sixth. Tony Taylor at second base, batting seventh. Bobby Wine, the shortstop, batting eighth. And Grant Jackson, the pitcher, batting ninth. Sun shining brightly here at Chase Stadium for the final game of the season. First game won by the Phillies by a score of three to one. They scored two runs off losing pitcher Al Jackson in the top of the ninth inning. It had been a 1-1 ball game all the way to the top of the ninth. Bill Sorrell will be the leadoff batter for the Phillies. He and the left-handed pitcher Grant Jackson, who is pitching for the Phillies in this ball game, joined the club on September 1st from Arkansas, a farm club in the Pacific Coast League. Sorrell batted 278 there. With 15 home runs and 54 runs batted in. So far in the Major League, he has had three hits and seven times up. A left-hand batter, and the first pitch is outside, ball one. Jack Fisher pitching for the Mets. Jack making his 43rd starting assignment. He has a record of eight wins and 23 losses. He has spent 240 innings, giving up 243 hits. He holds the Met record for innings pitch. His pitch back is popped out in the shallow left field. That is Napoleon waiting there. And he makes the catch. here in the top of the first inning, and the batter now will be Johnny Briggs. Briggs hitting at 237 with four home runs and 24 runs battled in. Briggs also is a left-hand batter. First four hitters for the Phillies left-handed, then Dick Stewart. On deck batter is Johnny Callison. And Fisher with his first pitch, a fastball that's in for a call strike. Briggs moving up as though to bunt. Mets have Jim Hickman at first base, Bobby Klaus at second base. Roy McMillan at shortstop and Charlie Smith at third. The catcher in the ballgame is Chris Canadell. One strike delivery, a changeup, too low and it's ball one. Roy in playing this ballgame here, the final game of the season, is setting... A new Met record for most games played in one season by a player. Roy has been in 157 games this year. The next pitch is strike two and the count of one ball and two strikes. He has broken the old record held by Frank Thomas of 156 games played in one season. Now the one-two delivery. Bounce slowly towards third base. Going to his right is Charlie Smith. A long throw and he gets his hand time. Charlie moving over. Right is back of the back Good play by Charlie Smith for the second out here in the first inning. And that brings up Johnny Callison. Johnny was a pinch hitter in the first ball game and struck out. He's batting 264 for the year with 32 home runs and 101 runs batted in. Two up and two away. And the pitch by Jack Fisher is lofted down the right field line. Just foul. Ball 
just foul, looked over the head of Jim Hickman and fouled by Matter Vincent, rolling on down toward the right field corner. So it's a strike count on the left-hand batter, Johnny Callison. The Mets and Phillies have played a total of 17 ball games. Mets winning seven, the Phillies winning ten to this point. One strike pitch, a fastball outside. They counted one ball and one strike. Now the right-hander with the one-one delivery. A change-up hit foul out of play down the right field side. Kind of adding up to one ball and two strikes. Jack Fisher's 43rd appearance for the Mets this year and his 36th start. And his next delivery, a swing and a miss with a curveball in the dirt. The ball gets away from Canizero. Callison going to first base is out as Canizero fires down to Jim Hickman and Callison out by a couple of steps. At first, Chris Canizero couldn't find the ball, but then he did fire it down after picking it up just about 10 feet behind the catching position. First strikeout for Jack Fisher. It goes 2-3 if you're scoring. And in the first inning, Jack worked through the first three batters in order. The score at the end of one half inning, the Phillies nothing, the New York Mets coming up. Say, Yetzi Boat isn't something you roll or sail. You sing it like this. Strike. And the pitch. 
it's a fastball through for strike one. The umpire's in the second game behind home plate. Frank Sikoy, Kim Burkhardt, the umpire at first base, and Lee Wire, the umpire at second. Fill out the crew, John Gibber, the umpire at third. And at 2-1, the pitch to Klaus is swung on. And the count goes to 2-2. Two and two. Yogi Berra, the coach on the first base side, and Don Hefner, the coach at third base. 2-2 pitch found slowly off to the right side. The pitcher jacks up with the ball. A throw to first base, full six to off the back. against the pitcher. Stewart over talking to Jackson out the pitching mound. Mets will have Roy McMillan as their next batter. Final score, Pittsburgh defeated Chicago 6-3, scoring four runs in the bottom half of the eighth inning to keep their hopes alive of at least tying for third. They are tied now with Cincinnati. If Cincinnati wins, it will be a tie for the two teams. If Cincinnati loses, Fires will be in third place and the rest in fourth position in the standings that is not settled at this point. At the end of two, the Cardinals nothing, Houston nothing. Gibson against Sembrera. Milwaukee and Los Angeles, the starting pitcher is Bob Sadowski against Ali Reed. The first pitch to Roy McMillan is strike one, a call strike. Cincinnati at San Francisco, it's Bill McCool pitching for the Reds, and Estelle going for the San Francisco Giants. Grant Jackson back to the plate with a fastball. It's outside. One ball and one strike. At the end of eight innings, the Yankees eight, Boston Red Sox five. Whitey Ford, relieved by Pete Ramos in the eighth inning. Raddick now pitching for the Red Sox. Jastrzemski had a home run in the fifth with a man on. Make it in the third with a man on. One ball, one strike. Goes the pitch is a pitch out, swung on a miss, the throw to second base in plenty of time, and Bobby Klaus is out. Roy McMillan tried to protect the runner as the pitch was a pitch out. He threw his bat at the ball but couldn't make contact. And then the catcher, Clay Dollarful, fired on down to second base for the out. Covering that second base on the play was Bobby Wine, so if you're scoring, it went 2 6. McMillan now, one and two, and Grant Jackson will take the full windup. His next pitch is a curveball in the dirt that bounces off to the right side, and that makes it two balls and two strikes. Washington defeated Detroit by a three to two score today. Baltimore knocked off Cleveland two to one. At the end of five, Chicago three, Kansas City two. Next pitch is looked at, it's called strike three. And Clay Dalrymple tossed the ball back on the ground of the mound, thinking there were three out. We'll pause now for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Ralph Kiner, along with Lindsey Nelson. 
Thompson and Bob Murphy from Shea Stadium. No score in the ball game. One man out. Two men out in the bottom half of the first. And the first pitch to Charlie Smith is taken and it's ball one. Charlie, the right-hand batter, batting at 247. And he looks again. It's ball two. Charlie with an average of... 247, 16 home runs to go along and 62 runs batted in. He will leave the club and runs batted in with his 62. And Grant Jackson back again. And the pitch is swung on and missed. Charlie playing in his 135th ball game this year. Roy McMillan in his 15th season, leading the club in games played, 157, and that's the new club record. Breaking Frank Thomas's record with 156. Now a strike call on the next pitch as Charlie Smith moves out the bunch and then decides to take the ball. The count is at two balls and two strikes. Two men out, the bottom half of the first inning, no score. Grand Jackson pitching against Jack Fisher. First game won by the Phillies, 3-1. And the next pitch, a fastball off the outside part of the play that's ball three. Full count now on Charlie Smith. At the end of five, Chicago three, Kansas City two. At the end of one half inning, the Angels nothing, Minnesota coming up. And the 2-2 delivery fouled off. So the count will stay at two balls and two strikes. Jackson turned 23 years of age on September 28th. He's six foot tall, weighs 180 pounds. He has been a good strikeout pitcher on call. The pitch coming up anyway, but it doesn't count. Count at three balls and two strikes. The final score, the Giants defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers by a 23 to 13 score. At the end of the third quarter, the Cleveland Browns 14, the Philadelphia Eagles 10. At the end of the half, the Baltimore Colts 24, the 49ers 7. And the next pitch to Johnny Smith is taken. Piece of paper out in front of the home plate being picked up with Clay Dalrymple. Delivery. Hit right back to the mound. Now one hand grab 
by Grant Jackson. He didn't know he had it. Now he checks out his right hand inside the glove to see exactly what it was all about. He almost got hit for the ball. He fell off. It was a line shot, and it was lucky for him that he had the glove right there. But if we try to decide, the out is made. In the inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, a walk, and one man left on. And the score at the end of one full inning. Phillies nothing, the New York Mets nothing. All the Mets this year have drawn prior to this ball game a million seven hundred and forty-nine thousand eight hundred and eighty-one, a new Mets record. That over a period of sixty-seven days. The crowd here today is a big one. We'll have the attendance later on, but the Mets will draw somewhere around a million eight hundred thousand between a million seven hundred and fifteen, a million eight hundred thousand. And we'd like to pass on our congratulations to the fine way the ushers and the police handle the crowds here, the large crowds that came out to Shea Stadium, also the parking lot attendance, and the fine cooperation that we have received from all the staff around the ballpark, headed by Mr. Jim Thompson. Jim in charge of the ballpark operations and certainly one of the top, if not the best, in the business. He can get the job done. Final game of the year. Mets have played 164 games this year. They've had two ties. One with the Cubs and one last night with the Philadelphia Phillies. No score in the game. We're moving to the top of the second inning. And the first man up for the Phillies against Jack Fisher will be Tony Gonzalez batting in the fourth batting position. Gonzalez, the left-hand batter with a 296 average. And he takes a fastball inside his ball one. After Tony Gonzalez, the batter will be Dick Stewart, and then Clay Dalrymple. Of the first six batters in the order for the Phillies, they have only one right-hand batter against the right-hander Jack Fisher. In the first ball game, which they won 3-1, to one, they had an entire batting order of nine right-handed batters against Al Jackson. And the pitch back to the plate is hit up the middle of base hit. Ball going right by Jack Fisher on the third base side. First hit of the ball game, Philadelphia Phillies with Tony Gonzalez at first base and Dick Stewart coming up. Dick Stewart, who prides himself on his RBIs, and he has a total of 94, lost one in the first ball game when he doubled off the wall in left center field. On the play, Ricky Allen, who was on first base, was thrown out on a fine relay from the left fielder to Bud Harrelson and then on to Johnny Stevenson, who blocked the play. Stewart with 28 home runs and an average of 235. And Jack Fisher in the set position for the first time in the game. His first pitch, a fastball inside. The throw to first base, not in time. Chris Canizel, the catcher for the Mets. Mets outfield consisting of Danny Napoleon in left field, Leon Jones in center field, and Joe Christopher in right. Pitch, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Two balls and no strikes. And the next delivery. 
taken, and a throw again to first base, but not in time. It's a called strike. Two and one. While the Yankees have clinched sixth place in the American League race. They defeated Boston today by a score of 11 to 5. Whitey Ford, the winning pitcher, the losing pitcher was early in relief. Dostrzewski and Quebec home runs in the game. Two-one pitch is in again, and it's ball two, strike two. The only other position that has not been decided now in the American League, second place, White Sox have a one-game lead over Baltimore, and Baltimore won by a score of two-to-one. If the White Sox lose, there will be a tie for second place. The White Sox win. They will finish in second place by one game over Baltimore. Pitch back to the plate is outside. It's ball three. Three and two now on Dick Stewart. At the present time, at the end of five and a half innings, the White Sox lead Kansas City three to two. Catfish Hunter pitching for the Athletics. Joe Horn pitching for Chicago. Bryan and McCraw have had home runs. The runner going, the pitch is hit back to the middle, but over there, Bobby Krause to back at it. He can't make a play at second base, but gets up and throws over to first base to complete a fine play. Bobby Krause actually fielded that ball on the shortstop side of second base, and he was so far by it that he couldn't get back to the bag to tag second for the fourth play there. He got up and made a throw to first base to get Dick Stewart. Base hit taken away from Dick. And the Phillies now with a runner in scoring position for the first time. And the batter will be the catcher, Clay Dalrymple. Clay, a left-hand batter, hitting 214. And Jack Fisher misses with his first pitch. A fastball outside of low and a small one. Dalrymple with four home runs and 22 runs batted in. His last home run came against the Mets over in Philadelphia. One man out the top of the second. Change up its inside corner, and it's one ball and one strike. And Fisher checking that second base before coming back to the plate with a curve. Curve is outside, it's ball two. Two balls and one strike. Shadows are completely extended through the area between the pitching mound and home plate. Sunlight covering the outfield area all the way around the ballpark. Two balls, one strike. Fisher now a double look at second and back to the plate. And he misses inside with a slider. The count moving up to three and one. On deck batter is Tony Taylor. Fastball bounced down to second base. Bobby Cross up with the ball. The short of first base is in plenty of time as the runner moves over to third. Two men away now for the Mets in the top of the second. No score in the ball game. And the batter now will be Tony Taylor. Taylor batting 233, a right-hand batter. He's had three home runs this year and 27 runs batted in. Just about everything has been decided. The top hitter in the National League will be Roberto Clemente. He will repeat his last year's league-leading performance. He will lead the Major League, too. First pitch to Tony Taylor. 
And he takes it outside, moving out of zone to bunt. Leading home run hitter will be Willie Mays. He now has 51 home runs. Leading RBI man, Darren Johnson, going into today's game with 130 runs batted in. And the leading pitcher will be Sandy Kopak. One old pitch is taken inside for ball two. In the American League, Tony Oliva will repeat as a batting the champion. Home run leader will probably... Canigliero, he's leading Norm Cash by two. Next pitch is over the outside corner. Slider in at two balls and one strike. Runs batted in leader will be Rocky Colavito. And the pitching leader will be Jim Grant. Two balls and one strike. And the next pitch, a changeup, popped up in the shallow left field. Danny Napoleon moving to his left. Calling now is Three Iron Jones, and he moves in and makes the catch. Every tire is aside. No runs on the first hit of the ball game. No errors, and one man left in the score. At the end of one and a half innings, the Phillies having the Mets having. You'll be smoking cool all the time. Once you come up to cool. Come all the way up to cool and taste the most refreshing coolness you can get in any cigarette. Smoke cool, filter kings. Bottom half of the second inning. No score in this ball game. The first game was won by the Phillies, three to one. First man up for the Mets in the second will be Joe Christopher. He'll be batting against Grant Jackson. batting for the first time. He has a record of 250 going for him this year. Five home runs and 40 runs better than it. It'll be Joe Christopher, Cleon Jones, and Danny Napoleon for the left-hand pitcher. And the first pitch, a hard fastball. It's outside ball one. Grant Jackson walked one batter in the first inning. Another reach done an error by his own omission. And he has not given up a base hit. And the next pitch is outside, ball two. Two balls and no strike. Two balls, no strike. The left-hander back again. And the pitch is over the outside corner for a call strike. Christopher has... 149 games to his credit this year. He's been about 432 times. Had 107 hits. 18 of the hits, two base hits, and three of them, three base hits. And a 2-1. The pitch is swung on and missed. It's strike two. Two balls and two strikes. Second, and now the batter will be Cleon Jones. Say when you pull a tab of the new Rangel Extra Dry Chug of Mug, the top comes off with a hiss that sounds like the good Rangel flavor inside. Six 12 ounce plugs to the cut. Look for the special Chug of Mug display in your area. Cleon Jones. 
Jones, a batter, a right-hand batter, and he takes the first pitch, a fastball for a call strike. Jones batting 157 with one home run and nine runs batted in this year. This is his 30th game. Jones has been a bat 70 times with 11 hits. One of them a two-base hit, and one of them a home run. Next pitch is a curve in the dirt. One ball and one strike. Final score, the Cleveland Browns 35, the Philadelphia Eagles 17. Giants beat the Steelers 23 to 13. Now Grant Jackson back with a fastball, a tie, ball two. Two balls and one strike. is fouled off, out of play. The count moves up to two balls and two strikes. Philadelphia Phillies are playing Leon Jones to hit behind the ball, playing him with their outfield shifted around toward right field. Word gets around very quickly as to what type of hitter you are. Jones has good power to right field. And he swings and misses at strike three. That is the third strikeout of the ball game in one and two-thirds innings for Grant Jackson. Now the Mets have Danny Napoleon coming up. Danny, a right-hand batter with an average of 151. No home runs in his major league career and seven runs batted in. 68th game. He swings and misses. Strike one. Phillies nothing. The Mets nothing. Two men out in the bottom half of the second. The next pitch is high and away. And it's one ball and one strike. And now the left-hander back again. And high again. It's ball two. Two balls and one strike. Grant Jackson reminds me a little bit of Juan Pizarro. He's got a strong arm and pitches sort of like Pizarro in as much as he likes to work in a hurry. Leans down, gets his sign, and then goes right to work. Foul ball on a check swing out of play. The count, two balls and two strikes. He fits the pattern that the Phillies like to follow, hard-throwing pitchers. They have two hard-throwing pitchers in Bunning and also Chris Short. Both have struck out over 200 batters this year. Running with a new Philadelphia Philly record for strikeouts in one season. 2-2 pitch, a curve down low, and it's three balls and two strikes. Winning pitcher in the first game of this doubleheader was Ray Culp, his 14th win this year. He's lost 10. And the next pitch is bounced down to second base. Tony Taylor moves in to make the play. He then throws over to Dick Stewart for the out. So it's no runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on for the Mets. And the score at the end of two, the Phillies nothing, the Mets nothing. Well, it's a sunshiny day here in New York. And in Pittsburgh, it was a sunshiny day there where the Giants defeated the Steelers by 23 to 13 margins. Cleveland Browns defeated Philadelphia in Philadelphia 35 to 17. At the end of three quarters, the Baltimore Colts 24, the San Francisco 49ers 14. 
the end of the half, Detroit 7, the Washington Redskins nothing. At the end of three quarters, Green Bay Packers 23, the Chicago Bears 7. Rams against the Vikings in Los Angeles for a game later on. In the American Football League, Denver is scheduled against the Jets in Denver. At the end of the third quarter, the Buffalo Bills 17, the Oakland Raiders 12. Kansas City leads Boston at the end of the first quarter, 7-3. And the San Diego Chargers are scheduled against Houston as football comes around. It's the top of the third of a scoreless ball game. And right at this point, Frank Sikori is walking slowly away from the Mets bench. He is waiting for the lights to be put on it, rightly by the sun in the outfield around the whole plate is in shadows but it certainly isn't dark. We say this facetiously but it isn't that dark. Maybe Frank better have his eyes checked out. Frank, a former Major League ball player. And the first pitch is outside his ball one. You know, Lindsay, the reason why he wants the right side, he was a hitter, you know, on outfielder. He wants all the advantage. I'm just going to say it's one of the brightest days of the year. <laughs> it's beautiful out here. Next pitch is back and in. And it's strike one. One ball and one strike. Batter is Bobby Warren at the shortstop. And the next delivery is a curveball in the dirt. Two balls and one strike. Always get a kick out of the umpires. They don't do it anymore, but they used to be very sensitive about the fact that they would wear glasses to read newspapers and etc. You'd find them off of the darkest corners, the furthest part away at a hotel with their glasses on. They never wore them around you, or as obvious you'd be there. Now, a deep drive to right, and Joe Christopher goes back to the edge of the morning track to make the catch. No Bobby Wine, who is batting 228, is out to right field for the first out here at the top of the third. That'll bring up Grant Jackson. Back in the early days of radio broadcasting, when Judge Landis was the czar of baseball, you couldn't ever mention anything that would be derogatory about an umpire. You couldn't question any decision that they might make. This was against the rules. Now the pitch back to the plate, and it's inside ball one. Now, with the the baseball, what have you, things are a little looser. Pitch back to the plate as the fastball is fouled off. The count one ball and one strike. Batter is the pitcher, Brad Jackson. Jackson has been a bat one time. Now he swings and hits one down towards second base. Jim Hickman cuts over in front of Bobby Cloud to pick up the ball, and Jack Fisher covers at first base to take the throw. Two men away. go to the top of the batting order where Phil Sorrell will be coming up. Well, the paid attendance here today on cap day, the final day of the season, 18,508. 18,508. Service and breath, 833 for a total attendance of 19,341. And the Mets have drawn this year a million seven hundred and sixty-eight thousand three hundred and eighty-nine, topping the record of last year of a million seven hundred and thirty-two thousand plus. That's about 30-some thousand over last year. 
Hits the play with a strike. The one back again is swung on a miss. Strike two. Bill Sorrell, a batter. Left hand hitting third baseman. Bill fought out the left field his first time up. He's batting now at 375. Three hits and eight times up. Jack Fisher pitching for the Mets in his two-strike delivery is inside. Low and inside, it's one ball and two strikes. Two men out, we're in the top of the third, no score. And the right-hander back with a curveball. It bounces in the dirt. Ball caught by Canizero at two and two. here at Chase Stadium this year. 2-2 pitch, bounced over the mound. It's going to be a close play at first if they can get him. There is no play as Roy McLemon took that ball on the second base side and had no play at first base as Bill Terrell got down that line in the hurry. That'll be a base hit. Ball bounced right over the top of the mound and Roy McMillan came in to field the ball right on the edge of the grass on the second base side of the infield. Bill Terrell has his fourth hit and nine times up in the major league. And the Phillies have their second hit of the ball game. And that'll bring up the second batter in the batting order, Johnny Brick. Brick mounts the third base his first time up, and Charlie Smith made a good play in the ball to throw him out. Left-hand batter hitting at 236. The throw to first base after the pitch. But Terrell back without a tag. Ball is low and inside for ball one. is ball two. It's two balls and no strikes. Two men out in the top of the third. Throw the first base by Fisher, but Terrell was only a couple of steps away and he got back in. Terrell has a very short lead. He is now edging off and draws another throw, but again he was back easily. No strikes. Fisher sets up again and comes to the plate. The pitch is deep to right field. No quick but back by the wall. And he makes the catch. Joe about two steps away from the fence. Only now one in to retire the side. In the inning, no runs, one hit. No errors and one man left. And the score at the end of two and a half. The Phillies, nothing to mention nothing. You've been wondering what British Americans sing after the Florida Park. Listen to this. Americans sing over and over at their parties and picnics until they raise a fearful thirst. Then they change their tune. Elon Gore is a traditional Swedish drinking song, and often the beer they drink is Rheingold Extra Dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more Swedes than in all of Husqvarna, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. Why do Swedish Americans like Rheingold? We don't know, but we must be doing something right.
third. Now scoring the second game of this doubleheader, the final game of the year. First game won by the Phillies, three to one. First batter for the Mets will be Chris Cannizzaro. Chris with a 171 average, the right-hand batter, and he takes the first pitch from Brad Jackson. It's over the outside corner for strike. Jackson has struck out three through his first two innings, giving up no runs and no hits. Mets have had two base runners, one on the walk, the other on an error. And the next pitch is low and inside. It's ball one. One ball, one strike. Jackson has won one and lost one this year since coming up from Arkansas, where he had a record of nine wins and ten losses. And at 1-1, the pitch is in for a call strike. Cannizzaro started to swing and then held off. Might have gone far enough, but the pitch was over the plate. It's one and two. This will be followed by Jack Fisher, the pitcher, and also then by Bobby Cloud. One-two pitch, up too high, ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Jack Fisher's outside in this ball one. 
Jack batting 162 with no home runs and two runs batted in. And he takes a strike. It's one ball and one strike. Jack has had 12 hits this year, two of them doubles in 74 times up. And Grant Jackson, the left-hander, back again. A swing and a miss, strike two. One ball and two strikes. Left-hander not wasting any time comes back with a fastball. It's fouled to the right side. The count stays at one and two. The one-two delivery, a curveball, swung on a miss, strike three. And Grant Jackson has his second strikeout here in the bottom half of the third and his fifth strikeout in the ballgame. Now he'll be pitching to Bobby Klaus, the leadoff batter. No score in the game. The Phillies have the only two hits. Bobby reached safely when Jackson made an error on a ball, hit off to the right side. And the first pitch is outside. It's ball one. Klaus batting 194 with two home runs and 12 runs batted in. One old pitch is outside ball two. Two balls and no strike. Yankees won the day to clinch sixth place in the American League race. They were battling the Angels for that position. If the Yankees had lost and the Angels had won, they would have tied for six. And the next pitch is low and it's ball three. Three balls and no strike. Second place is still in doubt in the American League race. White Sox and Baltimore are fighting for that. Now the 3-0 delivery in for a call strike. The White Sox have to lose today, and Baltimore, who has won their game, will then tie them. Baltimore won 2-1. The White Sox are leading 3-2 after 7. Now ball four, Bobby Cross walks. That's the second walk issued by Grant Jackson, and with two men out the bottom half of the third, the batter will be Roy McMillan. Roy struck out his first time up. He's batting 242, and in this ballgame, he has set a new Mets record for games played in the season. Cigarette. 
League colors are being carried by the Los Angeles Dodgers. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Front line and foul back out of play. It's 2-2. Two two. So many things happened during the course of the season with the Dodgers that people kept saying couldn't happen. In the spring, Sandy Koufax had the arthritic elbow, left spring training, went back to Los Angeles. The story said he might not be able to pitch at all. He might be able to pitch only once every seven days, so he won 26 games. Then early in the year, Tommy Davis broke his ankle, and the obituaries that were written for the Dodgers said they couldn't possibly win without the one solid bat they had in the lineup. The man who had twice led the major leagues in batting. They brought up Lou Johnson, an inveterate minor leaguer who seemed to fill the gap. Here's the pitch in for a tall strike three. Stewart is called out on strikes as Jack Fisher gets his second strikeout. Stewart is protesting. No runs, no hits, no errors, not left to score at the end of three and a half innings is. Billy's nothing in the Mets, nothing. Now you're going to hear a terribly sad song about a man who's unlucky in love, but lucky in beer. Get home to their permanent 
Thomas plays the residence. Here's a 3-1 pitch. Swung on and hit on the ground up the middle. Going through for a base. It's the first for the Mets off Brad Jackson. Roberto 
against Dick Estelle. Now, if the Giants should beat the Reds, the Pittsburgh Pirates will have undisputed possession of third place in the National League standing for this 1965 season. If the Reds should win, they and the Giants will share third. They and the Reds will share third place. Dodgers, of course, have already run the pennant. Giants have already clinched second place. At the Astrodome in Houston, during the bottom half of the sixth inning, it's the Cardinals three and Houston one. Bob Gibson for St. Louis. Zambella started for Houston. Larry Joker in the sixth inning. At Dodger Stadium, at the end of three innings, the National League champion, Dodgers won, the Milwaukee Braves nothing. Sadowski for Milwaukee. Howie Reed started for the Dodgers. Bob Miller in the third inning. Ford got the win, Curly took the loss, Dostrzewski and Kubek had homers. I played Al Rappel is up, and the pitch, low for a ball. Washington beat Detroit 3-2, to two. Baltimore beat Cleveland 2-1. to one. At the end of eight innings, Kansas City 2, Chicago White Sox 3, and at the end of four innings, Minnesota Twins 3, and the California Angels 1. Here's a swing and a foul ball, off and out of play. One and one now to Clay Dow Rumble. Pretty good bat for the Bills. This year has seen his average dwindle down to 213. The Phillies, second half of last year, were the team that dominated the National League race. Then they skidded late in the year when it looked as though they had it wrapped up, led by seven and a half with 12 to play. 2 1 pitch. Up into right field, and Christopher comes on. He has it lined up, and he makes the catch. One away, and Tony Taylor be coming up. So the Bills, after having finished in a second place tie with Cincinnati last year, with the Cardinals eking out a win on the last day of the season, figured they'd come back this year and make a real run at wrapping it up, but it didn't work out that way. Bills never really did uh, get going in the manner in which they did last year at all. They had made some trades they figured would help them. And acquiring Dick Stewart and Bo Belinsky. Now pitch to Taylor. Breaking ball hit on the ground. A deep short. Taken by Bud Harrelson. And he guns across in time to Hickman. And Taylor's on out short to first. Two away. Bobby Wine will be the batter. In New York City, where there are more different kinds of people than anywhere in the world, more people drink Rhine Gold Extra Dry than any other beer. Here's a 
play and a ground ball to third. Taken by Charlie Smith. He throws on in time. Oh, I think he's smiling and yelling something into the dugout as he goes up the first. 
Fisher bunts it foul. Off the screen, out of play, it's strike one. Trying to move Canizero along in scoring position at second base.
a great deal of early season action. Uh, they met regular when Ron Hunt was out with an injury.
Jackson Crosses for the fourth at the plate to Clay Powerruffle to end the inning. So the side is retired, and Catazero is forced on a play that goes one, two if you're scoring. Odd way to end the inning, and at the bottom of the fifth, the Mets have no runs. They had a hit and two walks. There were no errors and three left. And towards the end of five full innings is Phillies nothing and the Mets nothing. Today assured themselves of finishing no worse than third in the final National League standing when they defeated the Chicago Cubs 6-3 and veteran relief earler Roy Faith got the win. The Cincinnati Reds have a chance to tie Pittsburgh for third place in the final standing. They are now tied with the Giants 1-1 at the end of three innings in today's game at Candlestick. Billy McCool against Dick Los Angeles Dodgers, two, and the Milwaukee Braves, nothing. Up to Dodsky for Milwaukee, Howie Reed starting for the Dodgers, Bob Miller in the third, and Chuckie should come out in the fourth. Going to the eighth inning, it's the St. Louis Cardinals, five, and the Houston Astros, one. Bob Gibson against Sombrero, relieved by Larry Durker in the sixth inning. Over the American League, the Yankees defeated the Boston Red Sox, 11 to five. Whitey Ford getting a win, and early he took a loss. You start skip two back at homers. Fisher works. 
Richards in there for a call, strike two. Fisher uses that slip pitch as his change of pace. Pitch gets a slam for the manner in which it's released. Pitches outside for balls, one and two. Instead of being spun off the fingertips, as is the fastball and breaking balls, it's slipped up. So it comes up for somewhat in the manner of a number. But here's a one-two pitch. Swung on it, on the ground is short. Taken by Harrelson, across in time. Goes to rail grounds, out short to first. Two men out to Johnny Briggs is coming up. Briggs has grounded up third to first and slide out to right field.
Phillies nothing and the Mets nothing. What do you think of when you think of Denmark? The Tivoli Gardens? The beaches? The blonde? Many people think of Tuborg beer, which isn't at all surprising because Tuborg seems to have so many of the qualities Denmark is famous for. It's a bright, happy brew full of the gaiety and hospitality of Copenhagen, where the Tuborg breweries were founded in 1873. If you're a beer connoisseur, you may note the distinctive tang of the fine European hops and the Danish barley. If you simply like a first-rate beer, you'll find Tuborg unusually refreshing, with a flavor you'll remember and look forward to from one bottle to the next. Tuborg is a beer you'll savor slowly, and while you do, it holds its flavor in the glass. It doesn't go flat quickly. It's a flavor that's aged for six months and is given its final bloom by the motion of the ship that brings it across the Atlantic to you. Tuborg beer is distributed by the Rheingold Brewery. Try it, and when you do, we think you'll say that Rheingold has done something right again. The bottom of the sixth inning, for the Mets, Jim Hickman's up, take the pitch low for ball one. Jackson's delivery is low and away, and he goes behind to Hickman. Two balls and no strike. Hickman had a base hit up the middle on the ground in the fourth inning. It was at that time the first hit for the Mets off Grant Jackson. The 2-0 delivery swung on foul back. Come out of play. Down now, 2-1. Joe Christopher on deck. Jackson has struck out seven and walked four. For the police. Now the pitch that is outside for a ball. That on the message board says keep in touch with the Mets during the offseason by having a Mets player appear at one of your functions. For information, write Mets Speakers Bureau, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York.
charge into the batter's box. Hickman leads at second base. The strike one pitches, but is foul as he was trying to push it up the first baseline. So now it's two strikes to Christopher. At that time, manager West Western of the Mets had the butt on, trying to get Hickman on over to third. There is no score in this game. Got it. 
Stars have struck out. Hickman, who led off with a double, is still at second base.
Foster over the head. Down comes the arm. And it's low and inside. It almost hit him. It's ball three. And it did hit him. It got him on the toe. So Gonzalez goes to first base hit by the pitch. Catazzaro is arguing with Frank Secori, contending the ball did not hit his foot. And Catazzaro says, take a look and see if you can find any shoe polish. Well, apparently he did because he throws the ball out of play. Gonzalez is on first base with nobody out, and the hitter is Dick Stewart.
And delivers to Taylor a foul ball hit down the right field line. It's carrying deep, but it'll be over in the seat. Now Fester has a two-strike count on Tony Taylor. Valleys reached safely when he was hit by a pitch. And on a hit and run play came around to score on a triple to right by Dalrymple. The two strike delivery. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. Fisher fanning Tony Taylor. That is the fourth strikeout by Jack Fisher. The batter is Bobby Wine. Wine has flied to right and grounded out to third. Bobby Wine, who won the first game today with a double in the ninth inning, driving home the decisive run. Phillies won the opener 3-1. They're going to put him on. With the pitcher, Grant Jackson, coming up next, Bobby Wine will receive the intentional walk. given up by Fisher. There's ball four served outside intentionally, and while we wait for Grant Jackson, let's pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY, WGFM, the General Electric Stations, your New York Mets stations in Schenectady. with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kainer. We're in the seventh inning with the Phillies in front, one nothing. Runners on first and third. There are two men away, and the batter is the pitcher, Grant Jackson. It's all over in Houston. The Cardinals beat the Astros 5-2 with Gibson winning his 19th. Simbera was the loser. Game played in less than two hours. toward the middle to his glove side is Harrelson. He steps on second. Fourth play on Bobby Wine and the side is off. One run. One hit. A three-base hit on a hit-and-run play by Clay Dalrymple. No errors. Two left on. At the end of six and a half innings, it's now the Phillies one and the New York Mets nothing. And now a word for a cool filter kick. Grant Jackson. Chris 
got a base hit to center field his last time up. He has one for two. There has been very little hitting. Each team has three base hits. The Bills lead one nothing. A line drive, base hit into left center field. This one is rolling back towards the center. Chasing after it with Johnny Briggs and Canazero goes into second with a double.
the end of the third quarter in the AFL, the Kansas City Chiefs lead the Boston Patriots 20 to 10. A high pop fly on the left side of the diamond. Bobby Wine, a couple of steps to the left field, takes it for the out. Bud Harrelson is being called back to the dugout by Wes Westrum. Running for Chris Cantazero on second. We're going to get a fence batter. Phillies have a left-hander, Grant Jackson on the mound, and Greg Goosen is coming out as the fence hitter. Greg Goosen is coming out to bat for Bud Harrelson. Greg hitting 250 has seven hits and 28 times at bat.
live from the Ashton Harris Chase Stadium this afternoon. Pittsburgh with a four-run eighth inning beat Chicago six to three. was the winner in relief of Tommy Smith. The Cardinals beat Houston 5-2 with Gibson winning his 19th. The Dodgers lead the Braves 3-0 after 6.5. The Reds and the Giants are tied 3-3 at the end of four, a ball game in which Willie Mays has hit his 52nd home run of the year. In the American League, the Yankees beat the Red Sox 11-5. Whitey Ford, the winner, is now the winningest pitcher in Yankee history. Washington, behind Joe Coleman Jr.'s second victory, beat Detroit 3-2. Baltimore beat Cleveland 2-1 with Steve Barber going the route. But the White Sox nailed down second place by beating Kansas City 3-2. Joe Orland was the winner. And it was Minnesota 3, the Angels 2 at the end of seven. In the National Football League, the New York Giants beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 23-13. The Cleveland Browns over the Philadelphia Eagles 35-17. Baltimore Colts won a squeaker from the San Francisco 49ers 27-24. The Detroit Lions outscored the Redskins 14-10. The Packers beat the Bears 23-14. At the half, the Vikings lead the Rams 28-14. The AFL, the Buffalo Bills, remained unbeaten. They down the Oakland Raiders 17-12. Inside and low, it's ball one. Now Greg Goosen is behind the plate, and Kevin Collins is flying short as we go to the eighth inning. Bill Sorrell is the batter. He's a left-hand hitter. Here's the pitch by Fisher, and it's over for a strike. One ball and one strike. against the field box. And 
he pops it up. He hit a change-up curve, and backpedaling under it is Bobby Cloud. He has it. The Bills are on. One, two, three. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. At the end of seven and a half innings, the Phillies won, and the New York Mets won. It's hard to imagine New York City without every kind of jazz from Dixieland to Progressive. Fortunately, you don't have to. Listen. American sound. It came up the Mississippi out of New Orleans with the Negro jazz men who played it to the world. But they didn't stop with Dixieland and the blues. Little David's Fugue by John Lewis is a new sound that's part of a new generation. But whether it's the old jazz or the new, it's thirsty work for the musicians. And when they put down their instruments, pick up a cold beer, often Rheingold extra dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more kinds of jazz than in any other city in the world, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. Why do so many people like Rheingold? We don't know, but we must be doing something right. Last of the eighth inning, Jim Heckman is the batter up against Grand Jackson. Jim has lined out to the pitcher, singled his center, and doubled a deep right center. He's had two for three. Outside the high, one ball and no strike. Hickman has hit the ball hard every time up. Now the windup, here's the pitch on the way. Breaking ball taken under the knees, two balls and no strikes the game in the seventh inning on a double by Chris Canizero and a run scoring hit by Greg Goosen. On the outside corner for a strike, two and one. on the edge of the center field grass and ground ball with it right to it. One out, nobody on. Joe Christopher is the hitter. Been a tough game for Joe. He's been up three times and been struck out three. Fly ball 
right field. Moving over is Callison toward the line. He's got it. Two men down. Lipson Phillies in the final two days of the year will have played at least 45 innings. They may play more. Napoleon 0 for 3. Danny has grounded out to second, been struck out, and bounced out. Foul ball back into the screen. Kevin Collins is beyond deck batter. First game of this doubleheader went into the ninth inning, tied up 1 to 1. the outside corner, Napoleon lets it go. It's one ball, one strike. Christopher on first, two men down. A little bit inside of the letters, two balls and one strike on Danny Napoleon.
pressure looking into Greg Goosen for his sign. His pitch thrown is outside and low to Dick Stewart. One ball and no strikes.
Mark Fisher has handed out just three days in. Under the knees, one ball and no strike. Have been as scarce as the water supply in New York. 
Foul ball hit down the right field line. It'll be over in the seat. So Jackson quickly has a two-strike count on Danny Napoleon. Brad Jackson, the 22-year-old southpaw from Pastoria, Ohio, has walked four and struck out ten. Allowed one run, six base in. Fly ball hit hard toward right center, but moving over is Johnny Callison, and he makes the catch in right center. Johnny had good run on that, but he hit it in the air out toward right center where Callison was able to drag it down. Kevin Collins coming up. For Kevin, his first time at bat in this ball game. He had a bunt single and a double to the right field corner in the opening game. Left-hander against left-hander, and he fouls it back toward the press box and out of play. Well, the second game of the doubleheader last night went 18 scoreless innings before it was stopped by the 12.50 a.m. curfew. The first game of today's doubleheader went to the ninth inning, tied 1-1. One one. The Phillies won it 3-1. the pitch is over at the knees for a call strike and two strike count on Kevin Collins. Breaking ball down low. It's one ball, two strikes. Pitching one and two. Ball over, strike three call. So Grant Jackson has his 11th strike out of the ball game, and it's up to Jack Fisher to try and win his own ball game. Another plucky pitching performance by Jack Fisher. That was given up one run, allowed just three hits. Pitch by Jackson, outside and high. One ball and no strike. Swing and a miss at a fastball. It's one ball, one strike. Jack has been up three times, been struck out twice, been on base once when he drew a walk. Fisher has had 12 hits this year pop-up going down the right field line. No play. It's one ball and two strikes.
Bull had a press conference scheduled for 11.30 in the morning at Shea Stadium. Outside and high, it's two and two.
pressure with a small game going 10 innings and pitching a strong ball game. Extending his overall season's work now beyond 250 innings. He puts the out of innings. Wes Covington is coming out. He's going to bat for Grant Jackson.
the pitcher underway. A drive in the air to center field. Back goes Leon Jones. He's under it. Makes the catch to bat as well. No runs. One hit. No errors. And one left. At the end of nine and a half innings. Philadelphia fills one. And the New York Mets one. And now a word from Tool Filter Kick. Throws hard. 
Scotty Smith, the on-deck batter. He held up again as he started after it. Now it's ball two, two balls and no strikes. Picking up the victory at release. 
Brad McLaughlin was the loser. Harmon Killebrew, who's been hot of late, hit another home run. in Denver, the New York Jets lead the Denver Broncos 6-3 in a defensive battle of field goals. Johnny Briggs is up against Jack Fisher in the 11th. Pitches over at the knees, strike one.
the second base umpire looks like an outfielder. He drops back into left center. Top foul coming over toward the visiting dugout. It will not be playable.
to right field. Johnny Callison going back. He's by the wall. He has a play, and he makes the catch. Callison, a one-hand grab right up against the wall in right field at the 371-foot mark. Tim Hickman has really hit the ball well all afternoon. He made a good bid to break it up, but Callison caught it right by the fence. Joe Christopher reached on an infield hit his last time up after being struck out his first three times up. So Joe has one for four. Hickman had a couple of 400-foot drives shot out by the center field fence. Johnny Lewis has come out on deck. He's going to bat for Cleon Jones. It's low outside. Two balls and no strikes. Picks it up through out of the close play. 
Lewis is out at first on a play that was mighty close. And Christopher moves over to second. Eddie Cranepool is coming out to bat for Danny DePoglio.
Kevin Collins with Jerry Wagner looks into Dal Rumble for his back. Next pitch. He threw the fastball by him. The count is one ball and two tracks. Gonzalez, who was hit by a pitch ball from first base. 
batting 212 for the year. He'll be followed by Tony Taylor and then Bob Warren. And Jack Fisher with a curveball at 10. It's one ball and one strike. Mets have played 164 ball games this year, having two tries. Had extra games because of ties. It's a curveball in the dirt. It's ball two. Two balls and one strike. In the bullpen for Philadelphia, Bergie Jenkins warming up along with Jack Balsam. Jack has struck out seven batters, walked two, and given up a total of five hits. His next pitch is high, and it's ball three. Three balls and one strike. with an extra delivery. It's in for call strike. A slider over to make the count three balls and two strikes. All the fans at Jay Stadium had had a lot of action here in the last three days. Mets have literally played five ball games over a period of just over 24 hours. Total innings that add up to at least five ball games. Here's a 3-2 pitch. Drive fouled on the right field line. A long foul ball. And the count stays at three balls and two strikes. The Mets played 27 innings of baseball, and there was one decision. And here today, a doubleheader, and this one's still going on. First game going 3-1 to one of the Phillies for 36 innings inside 24 hours. And then this game, now in the 12th inning, was still a decision to be shot. Hard ground ball down to second. Taken on one hop with one hand by Bobby Cross. And so the green pool is in time for the out. started to get in front and didn't have time and had to go down to one-handed. One out in the top of the 12th. The batter now will be the second baseman, Tony Taylor. Tony is 0 for 4 in the game. Right-hand batter hitting at 231. And Jack Fisher into the windup and his first pitch is in for a call strike. Fighter over the outside part of the play. in the season, takes the next pitch inside, a change-up. It's one ball and one strike. At the start of today's action, ground ball hit back to the mound, knocked down with a bare hand by Jack Fisher. He picks it up, throws the first base to the out. Two men away. Jack apparently all right after stopping that ball with his bare hand. Today's action, second place in the American League was at stake along with sixth place. All those positions settled. The Yankees have finished sixth ahead of the Angels. And second place has gone to the Chicago White Sox ahead of Baltimore. In the National League, third place was up for grabs. And the Pittsburgh Pirates won that position as they won their game six to three. Ground ball hit over the top of the head of Charlie Smith on one bounce. He tries to jump up and get it, but the ball bounces away, and it's a base hit for Bobby Wise. Bobby with his first hit, and the pitcher is now due up, but with action in the bullpen, it looks like we're going to have a pinch hitter. It might be Richie Allen. 
But the Cincinnati Reds can beat San Francisco, and they're threading six to three as they bet in the top of the eighth. They can tie for third. That base hit by the Phillies has pulled them even with the Mets, and base hits at six to six. It's a one-one game with two men out at the top of the twelfth, and Ricky Allen is at the bat rack. He'll be a pinch hitter. can't find his bat as he looks into the bat rack located in the Philadelphia Philly dugout. Now he comes out of the dugout. He's had a fine year. Allen with a 303 average. 20 home runs and 85 runs batted in. He needs to club and stolen bases with 15. And he'll now hit for Gary Wagner, the pitcher going out of the ball game, came in the game in the tenth inning. And the first pitch to Allen is fouled off at strike one. This is the first time that Ricky Allen has been hit all season long. back again and the pitch is hit down toward third base. Charlie Smith comes up with it with one hand, transfers the ball and throws the first base and every time the side. In the inning, no runs, one hit, no errors and one man left. And the score at the end of 11 and a half innings, the Phillies won the Mets one. Now a word from Cool Filler King. More and more smokers are discovering that there's one cigarette that gives you something no other cigarette offers. That cigarette is Cool Filter Kings, the only cigarette that gives you rich tobaccos, cool white filter, and extra coolness. Your cigarette's not tasting cool enough until you change to cool. Just not tasting cool enough till you come up to cool.
There's a foul ball hit over the top of the screen out of play. It's strike one. Jack Fisher has gone all the way in the game. Going through 12 innings, giving up one run and six hits. Let's also have one run and six hits off the combined pitching of the starting pitcher, Grant Jackson, who went nine innings and gave up all six hits, and Gary Wagner, who went two. Now foul ball again over the top. It's strike two. Yeah, then the right-hander back again, and a curveball is swung on a miss, strike three. So, Fergie Jenkins gets his first strikeout. In the game, that strikeout, number 13 for the Philadelphia Philly pitcher, Grant Jackson had a total of 11 strikeouts through nine innings. Jerry Wagner picked up two and two innings. That'll bring up Bobby Klaus, the leadoff batter, and the first pitch... It's high and tight, it's ball one. Bobby has no hit five times up. He was robbed of an extra base hit by Tony Gonzalez in left field. Next pitch back is hit high in the air in foul territory. The ball going down into the left field corner. And the left fielder made a grab for him that couldn't make it. If the ball was off his gloves, he stood right by the railing. So this time, Tony Gonzalez couldn't take anything away from Bobby Cross. Phillies have Tony Gonzalez in left field, Johnny Briggs in center field, and Johnny Callison in right. Dick Stewart's at first base, Tony Taylor at second base, Bobby Wine at shortstop. at third base. The catch is Fred Dalrymple and he gets the pitch back to him. It's in for a call, strike two. One ball and two strikes. John deck batter is Greg Goosen. It was his base hit that tied up the ball game in the seventh inning. Now the next pitch popped up out in front of home plate. Dalrymple is looking for it and he makes the catch about 12 feet in front of the plate. Two men out in the bottom half of the 12th inning and now the batter will be Greg Goosen. defeated the Los Angeles Rams 38 to 35. First pitch to Greg Goosen is fouled back over the screen. It's strike one. Cincinnati Reds out top of the eighth along with the Giants. So that game going to the top of the ninth inning with the Giants leading six to three. Now the wind's throwing up the debris around the ballpark and time is called to allow Greg Goosen to get the dust out of his eyes. One strike count on the right hand batter. Greg has had one hit two times up. He swings to the curveball and misses this strike two. the ball to 
it gets away as the relay throw comes on in. Stewart finally, after they had more or less had a wrestling match, got away from Goosen, ran over to pick up the ball. But Goosen had to stay at first base. It was not a deliberate situation. Ball was a hard catch off the glove of Bill Sorrell. Jack Fisher has gone all the way, trying to snap a seven-game losing 
Jack certainly has pitched a truly outstanding ball game and a ball game of frustration. They're in the last quarter at Denver now. New York Jets leading the Denver Broncos 13 to 9. Bill Farrell, Johnny Briggs, and Johnny Collison. Bill Farrell has one hit and five times up. Third walk that Fisher has given up. 
Jack showing signs of fanning, as you would expect, after a long stretch. He was out in front on Briggs, but then lost him, and now Johnny Callison is up. Darrell Sutherland and Gordon Richardson both get the call now in the Mets' bullpen. Johnny Callison is 0 for 4. He sacrificed his last turn at bat. Throw to first. Please, but it was rather close. Phillies lead 2-1 on the home run to right center by Bill Sorrell. Foul ball, no play. Full swing. Beg your pardon, a full swing by Johnny Callison. Gonzalez on deck, and then Dick Stewart. Infield in the outfield, around to right against Callison. A foul tip. Now a two-strike count on Callison. Eddie Crane Bull holding against runner Johnny Briggs at first. Fisher checks his runner and steps off. Quick throw to first, not in time. This time, Briggs was standing right on the base. Throw to first, and he's back. Fisher keeping a real wary eye on base runner John Briggs. Now the pitch on the way. Gallison pops the ball up in foul territory. Back comes Greg Goosen. He has room, and he grabs it for the out. So Gallison fouls out to Goosen, one man away. Tony Gonzalez has a single and four times up. He was hit by a pitch in the seventh inning and came around to score on a hit-and-run triple by Clay Dalrymple. been the only scoring until now here on the 13th when Bill Sorrell leads off of the home run. One out and one on as Gonzalez bats against Jack Fisher. The breaking ball is inside. One ball and no strike. Clubs are now playing their 49th inning of baseball in about 24 hours. Throw to first, it's not in time. Actually, the doubleheader last night get underway at 5.30. So the two ball clubs have played 49 innings of baseball in 25 and a half hours. Inside and low, two balls with no strength on Tony Gonzalez. Jim Hickman, he's under it. And Jim takes it near the warning track and left center, two men away. 
Two outs and one on. It brings up Dick Stewart. And Stewart has been up five times without a hit.
by the curve is a strike on the inside corner. A quick throw to first by Goosen is not there in time. Two and one. A fly ball hit the left by Stewart was hit a mile high. He's a long ball hitter and Christopher was playing him very deep. Kevin Collins took a look at it and did not go out and Christopher couldn't get in close enough. Now a throw to first strike two and two. Count of two and two on Clay Dalrymple. Now the pitch on the way. And the curve, a change-up curve, a bit foul down the first baseline. The count remains the same. Everything else in Major League Baseball is over. Chicago, the Giants beat Cincinnati. So the Pirates finished third, the Reds finished fourth. The Braves fifth and the Phillies sixth. On three and two with two down, Ruben and Morrow will be running. There he goes, and the pitch is fouled back out of play. the kind of pitching they've had in this series. They'd be in business. Now the 3-2 delivery. A fly ball hit the left field. Joe Christopher running toward the line. is under it, and he has it. Made a one-hand catch. Side out in the 13th. Two runs on two hits. One a home run, the other a wind-blown single. No errors and one left on. At the end of 12 and a half innings, it's the Phillies 3 and the New York Mets 1. It's very hard to tell deep music in Jamaica, you know. They make up songs whenever they need them, like this. As in the past, you can write and see. Dancing happily as you please. Mmm, charming lady with a very nice smile. I'll talk to her for a while. Jamaicans get together for a party. The beat is Calypso, and the songs are made up on the spot. The party was hilarious as it could be, but in the morning there was news for me. The penny was a man play with his on his wife. The smiling lady is now my wife. And when the singer finds his throat a little dry, something refreshing will be improvised. Probably Rheingold beer. In New York City, where there are more different kinds of people than in any other city in the world, more people drink Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. Why do Jamaicans like Rheingold? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. Ruben Amaro, a now playing first base for the Phillies, and Jim Hickman will be leading off. But here, a quick pause for a station break. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. 
calling in Mets game hear the inaugural address of Dr. Harold C. Martin, 14th president of Union College Schenectady on WGY and WGFM Schenectady. Bob Murphy with Lindsay Nelson and Ralph Tanner. We go to the last of the 13th of Jim Hickman up against Ferguson Hit the ball well throughout the third. Got a number of long drives caught up by the center field press. Inside and high, two balls and no threat. In this game, Jim has a single and a double, two hits and five times up. The Phillies have a two-run lead.
Bellevue broke the deadlock when Bill Sorrell lined a home run over the fence in the right center, leading off the 13th inning. They went on to pick up an insurance run. They lead 3-1. to Pitching 1-2. And, and it's over. Strike three calls. Christopher taken out on the breaking pitch. Strikeout by Ferguson Jenkins on the 16th in the ballgame by the three Philadelphia pitchers. Johnny Lewis representing the final hope to keep it alive. Johnny is 0 for 1. He came up as a pinch hitter in the 11th inning. <laughs> to Christopher, and he fouls the curve back toward the Philadelphia dugout. No play on the count strike two. Two strike pitch. Just missed off the outside corner. One ball and two strikes. Philadelphia broke the deadlock when Bill Sorrell lined a home run over the fence in the right center, leading off the 13th inning. On to pick up an insurance run, they lead three to one. Pitching one and two, and it's over. Strike three call. Christopher taken out on the breaking pitch. Fourth strikeout by Ferguson Jenkins, and the 16th in the ball game by the three Philadelphia pitchers. Johnny Lewis representing the final hope to keep it alive. Johnny is 0 for one. He came up as a pinch hitter in the 11th inning. Outside, one ball and no strike. Bill for the double win would take the season series 11 games to seven. Foul ball hit back upstairs, no play. One ball, one strike. Seven hits, no errors, 
and they had ten left on. Ferguson Jenkins wins his second against one loss, and the loser, Jack Fisher. His 24th setback, which ties the mark of Roger Craig. Jack had eight victories. Final scores in today's doubleheader as the Phillies win the final two games of the Mets' home season and complete the year. Three to one in both ball games. We can't thank enough our engineer, Sandy Alper, who handles the job as well as it can possibly be handled. Our statistician, Matt Winnick, who does the...